Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode nine and be with me in the book of Galatians. We're finishing the most famous, I think, uh, verse in Galatians. It's Galatians chapter two, verse 20. And yesterday we talked about being on team crucified. That is our faith in the crucifixion of Christ solves some certain problems. And we we need to ride on, on his coattails and have associate with Christ's crucifixion, which helps us with the sin problem and helps us with the death problem. So that's an impossible thing because I haven't been crucified. And he says, you know, I am crucified with Christ. That's impossible. The second impossible thing is in the next sentence of the same verse, which is, I don't want you to live anymore. Uh, So he's asking you not to be alive when we are Alive, And both of these things are done by faith. So listen in here. I'll read you the famous verse. I have been crucified with Christ. That's the one we talked about yesterday, period. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me, period. Final sentence. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So yesterday we found ourselves on team crucifixion, and today we're going to find ourselves on team not living. All right, so here's here's the deal. Both of these these ta- these these days that we're considering is God is asking us to do something that is impossible. First of all, uh, be on be on a team crucifixion. Live like you're crucified. I have been crucified. That's not true. So in what way? Similarly, today, do I no longer live? So, wait, my heart still beats and I am still uh, alive. So, in a sense, this passage, this command, if you will, makes no sense. And in some way, it's not true, no longer that I who live. And in some ways, it is true. So, let's don't give up and just say, this makes no sense and throw it away. It makes some sense. There's a truth in this to this, and let's go find it. All right, so we're going to head towards, hey, my life has to be less than primary. I have to rely less on myself and more on someone shining through me and reprioritize me getting out of the way, the Lord uh, uh, taking center stage, and act like something has changed. So this Christianity that he's yelling at the Galatians for and yelling at us, He's saying, act like something changed. Hey, you're a Christian now, and this is what it means, so use your head, and then this is how you should be acting. This is how you should be living. So in a lot of ways, it's very practical. All right, so what uh, what has changed? Uh, remember, when God started his impact on the earth, he was incredibly ge- geographic and geocentric. That is, Where can I find God? Well, first of all, go to the solar system, then go to Earth, uh, then go to a country called Israel, a people group, then go to Jerusalem, then go to a temple, then go to an ark, and and finally you'd be at the ground zero of God, God's presence, and God's activity. Well, when Jesus came, that all got turned on its ear, and all that stuff is kind of not true in that God now indwells his people. That's why he said in John 16, verse 7, one of my favorites, it's, he says, it's to your advantage 
that I go away. Jesus said that to the disciples at the Last Supper. It's to your advantage that I go away. For if I don't go away, the Helper will not come to you. So the Helper being the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Christ, uh, uh, John 14, uh, 23 says, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. So it's the Father, Son, and Spirit all coming to an individual who's a believer now and indwelling. So where does God live now? God lives inside of us. Well, what kind of a God is this? Well, this verse actually tells us at the end, like, who am I entrusting myself to? Is God God good? So the last part of the verse is, uh, I live by faith in the Son of God who, number one, loved me. We have a God of love. And secondly, that he gave himself for me. So he is trustworthy. The person that I'm charging us to trust in is a loving God and one who has sacrificed and given himself for us. Okay, so let's bring this home then. This passage tells us we are supposed to be living by faith and relying on the Lord. He is here to help me. Like when? Now, there's two parts to this. First of all, I'm crucified with Christ. I think that mostly talks about um, living, uh, the, the, we ride God's coattails in crucifixion, and it help us helps us primarily with the next life. That is with the death problem and the sin problem and the penalty problem. Today's completion of this verse talks about it is no longer I who live. When? Now. This helps me in this life. So you have practical problems. I know you do. Temptation, money problems, uh, sex, anger, power, obedience, submission, leadership, character change, all these things. So how am I going to live better in these in these categories? Well, what power source, what indwelling uh, thing 1 Corinthians 10, 13 talks about a person who's tempted, but the believer gets a way of escape when? For some theoretical? No, these are for practical, real problems. Whatever your temptation is today, he's providing, if you're a believer, he's providing a way of escape to help you with that today in real time. So in what way? This, this is a crazy verse. Agree with me that it's crazy. The crazy part is, I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. So in what way am I not living? It, in the way that I'm entrusting myself to him on a moment-by-moment basis of faith. He says that I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. When? For the future? Yeah, there's a little bit of that, but there's a now part of that. There's a then part and there is a now part of this. So how do we get there? Both of these things, crucifixion, I'm on team crucifixion, and I'm on team living. How do I get to either of those things? Both of them is by faith. Crucified, by faith, me dead, Christ living, penalty uh, avoided. How about the living part? I am no longer living. How? Because I'm putting Christ first. I'm relying on him. And and I agree with you that both of these things are impossible without faith in the indwelling good God who tells us that he loved us and he gave himself for us so we can trust him. So live by faith. See you tomorrow.